And hello again and welcome to Life with Horses, the podcast that comes to you on Tuesdays and Thursdays and is all about the joys of living with horses. My name is Ivanka Menken and this podcast is brought to you by Horsesstore.com. Let's see what's happening today. <laughs> Hi everyone, so I'm Rosie and I'm the proud owner of Barry the Horse for four years now, so very special. And I brought him off the track um, just over four years ago and we compete in dressage and show jumping and just starting to event him. But sometimes he doesn't agree with his career as a performance horse. <laughs> well, he seems to be loving the eventing. He does. He loves it when he's out there and when he gets like momentum going, he's great. But at the start, like I always have to put him over some like really tiny jumps and get his confidence up every time. Otherwise, he'll just refuse or try and run out or turn around and run back home towards the other horses. Yeah. So it's always um never easy. I always thought he was the hardest horse I've ever ridden until I rode Sue's PSG dressage horse. And then I was like, this is a whole new level of difficult. Like I put my leg on and asked for shoulder four and got tempi changes and passage. So. Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never knew I was that unbalanced. Wow. You know, that, and that is something to say for a Pilates trainer. Yeah, no, I definitely, it's like shows you no matter how good you think you are, you get on a really good horse and they put you in your place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably my favorite thing to do with Barry is actually liberty and trick training because he really, really enjoys it. You can tell it makes him really happy. And when he's really happy, he's a lot better for me under saddle as well. He's a lot more willing. Um, best moment under saddle was actually at jump club with Trish the other day. Um, he, we were approaching this fence like a 45 degree angle and I felt him for a second think like, oh, I don't know about that. And then he's like, okay, I'll give it to you. And he jumped it for me. So that was a proud moment for me. He was honest. So that was nice. That's cool. So let's change the subject. What do you think about equitation for jumping? It's, yeah. it's all about your position and it's all about, you know, your seat. And, and, and so it's not so much about the jumping of the horse, but it's about you. So it's almost like dressage for show jumpers kind of thing. So do yeah. you know if there's anything like that here in Australia? Um, one of my Pilates clients, um, Alison's stepdaughter, Michaela, mm -hmm. she just did an equitation class um, at, it was a pony club event. I'm not sure what it was because they were asking about like they wanted to have a lesson with someone before she went to the show to, you know, sort of try and figure out what she needed to do for it. But, yeah, I think she actually did go all right, though, because she's got quite a good seat. So, But, yeah, yeah I know it's um they have a lot more like hunter jumper classes over in Perth, but for some reason we don't really have them East Coast. Okay. It's a shame because it sounds like a lot of fun. You know, it's sort of yeah. something something different to focus on. Yeah, and plus without the pressure of, you know, time faults and things like that yeah. so much. <laughs> hey, and um, the Queensland Show Jumping Club, they're doing a jump day on Saturday. Are you going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Thor, I really want to, well, he needs more practice anyway. So the more yeah. we can do, the better. Yeah. So how do you practice show jumping? Because, um, you know, you know me, typical dressage queen. So how mm. do you, how do you practice your show jumping? Do you jump every day or do you mainly do dressage? How does that work? Well, we don't have show jump set up at my adjustment at the moment because we need to do some mowing before the jumping paddock is ready. Um, I like to just do a lot of flat work anyway because um, Barry has a lot of natural scope, so he doesn't really need to work on his actual jumping technique, more just the listening and being able to sit him back before a fence so that he doesn't jump flat. Yeah. So a lot of it's really just the same as his dressage training, just teaching him to, you know, lift up through his wither and engage from behind and push the contact. And then a little bit of fast work before we do like a cross-country event just to make sure like I get the feel of how fast or slow his canter is. But Yeah, that makes sense. I don't really think um, over-jumping him will help him at all. If I jump him too much, he's just going to fry his brain and he's just going to get over it. And at the moment he really likes it, so we'll just keep it to once or twice a week maybe. Yeah. <laughs> keep it fun and not work. Yeah. And not stressful. Not stressful. And obviously, you don't have your horse at home. Um, no. Th- nor you have him adjusted. So what's what's a day in the life of Barry? You know, what is a life with your horse? What does it look like? Baz gets fed very early in the morning. My very lovely instructor and adjustment owner comes down with her Great Danes and he has breakfast early and then I'll probably come out either after work because I do a lot of night shift and then he'll get worked in the morning and then he'll have another breakfast (laughs) and then usually an equissage and some like musculoskeletal treatments and a few stretches and things like that. And then back to the paddock and he probably goes out once or twice a week to either go for a trail ride or, you know, go to a show or something like that. So very adventurous. Yeah. So um, you've had him for four years. He came off the track. So what what do you feel is the biggest achievement that you've had and and how did you you get to this point with with Barry? Because, you know, he can be a bit opinionated sometimes. Yes. Um, biggest achievement, well, there's been a couple because he has had quite um, an injury-prone streak. So out of the four years I've had him, this is the first year that he hasn't had some sort of injury that's put him out for at least five or six months of the year. So that's a big achievement for us, that he's made sound. <laughs> um, aside from that, probably... Um, now, when I take him cross-country, I can stop him on the course and he doesn't just pull the bit through my hands and try and <laughs> run away anymore. So I can control him. Even like if I take him up to a gallop, he'll come back and think and be good. Your other life is, um, well, you've got three lives, but one of your lives is Pilates. Um, so... I know a lot of people talk about Pilates and a lot of people read about Pilates and a lot of people think they know what Pilates is. So in, in your words, how, do, how would you describe the benefits of Pilates for horse riders, irrespective of their being dressage riders or camp drafters or show jumpers? 
I think no matter what you do, it really helps you, um, first of all, like feel your body. Like you get a much better idea of like where all your limbs are because most of the exercises are bilateral. So you're doing something different with the top half of your body than you are with the bottom. So it really helps with your coordination and also just your like sense of proprioception, just knowing where parts of your body are without being able to see them. Yep. That's probably the biggest thing. And then there's the basics that everyone sort of talks about where like um, strengthening your core, so that's really going to help your ability to balance. Pretty much anyone that's met my horse has probably seen him chuck a few bucking and pig rooting tantrums and that's what I always say. I might not be the best rider, but I can stick on anything <laughs> because of mainly just years of Pilates and it's given me a good core strength so I can balance myself even when things get a little bit hairy. Yeah. So would it be fair to say that beginner riders would get the biggest benefit from Pilates? Because it's usually the more advanced riders that start thinking about Pilates you know, from my, from my experience because you start to do really subtle stuff and you go like, maybe I need to do a bit mm. of Pilates. So how, how, how do you feel about that from, from an expert opinion? Um, well, as a future physiotherapist, I think everyone should be doing some form of exercise like that, especially when you're young because it's going to teach you good posture, which is going to prevent you hurting yourself later in life by having you know, slouchy shoulders or putting too much pressure on your lumbar spine. Um, but for young riders, definitely, because you know, a lot of the things that, often teenage kids struggle with when they go through growth spurts is that they do get a little bit slouchy in their shoulders and they don't sit up straight and also it just gives you that feel of being able to open your hips especially for girls um, up until you get to like 16 to 18 your hip bones are still pretty open but then as you get older it becomes more difficult to open your hips so if you can sort of train those muscles to work properly from a young age then you're going to you know, develop with the naturally open hips and open seats. So. And, and what's the benefit of that? Uh, so if by being able to keep your hips open, it just allows you to sit deeper in the saddle. So if your hips are very, if you have um, bad outward rotation of your femur, then it's going to sort of push you out of the saddle more. If you can inwardly and outwardly rotate your femur around like for a good range of motion and it's going to allow you to sit deeper and stay a lot more solid in the saddle yeah and yesterday on the podcast i um i talked about my jumping session with bella <laughs> which i had to stop after 30 minutes because my calves were really sore <laughs> <laughs> oops um and especially the side you know where it goes up from your ankle the little knobby things on your ankle like your ankle bones going up yeah. the side of the my calves um that's really tight and really stiff so what's the number Ooh. one because you know that's bad <laughs> so what's the number one exercise people can do at home because i'm sure i'm not the only one that has that kind of an issue when they're going to a two-point position i hope yeah. so <laughs> yeah. i've got one that use um it's called the show jumper shape up and you pretty much go if you've done yoga and you know what a chair pose is and um, you come up onto the balls of your feet and then you bend your knees at about 45 degrees and you bend your hips at about 45 degrees. 
So you're sitting your butt right back like you're about to go into like a squat position, except mm-hmm. you're balancing yourself on the balls of your feet. And then you extend your arms up over your head um, in sort of like 45 degrees from your shoulder as well. So if you think about trying to keep all those angles at 45 degrees and sitting your weight back through your butt, so your butt becomes your center of balance. And then I do a few little exercises where you rotate your knees in and out, staying up on the balls of your feet, and that strengthens uh, your ankles. It helps you with your ankle stability. It helps you with your hip rotations, your inward and outward rotations, and it also helps you with your core because you have to use your core to keep that balance. And then I like to go from that exercise to a few little pulses while keeping your knees soft. So I find, especially for me, when I jump, I have a tendency to, um, I, well, I used to have a tendency to lock my knee, especially in two points, so that my knees were taking too much shock and my ankles would get sore then because my knees weren't working like shock absorbers. So if you can do that, keep your knees soft and do that little bounce exercise and keep your butt back as well. And that'll help your position over the fence with trying to keep your weight back. So that if I've explained that right, but look yep. up what a chair pose is on YouTube <laughs> and then add in your inward and out rotations with your knees and some pulses. And for dressage, what will be your number one go-to exercise for dressage riders? Um, the one I really like to do for dressage riders, just to give you an appreciation of what your horse does in a collected frame, is uh, one called a four-point diagonal. So you're on your hands and knees in a neutral spine position, and that just means that your hands are underneath your shoulders and your knees are underneath your hips. And then you slowly extend your opposite arm and leg out away from you while trying to keep your hips perfectly flat. So you need to use your core to keep your hips stabilized, and you need to be really slow and controlled with the way you move. So if you think about when a horse is in a collective frame, they have to keep their core tight and sort of maintain their back and to maintain that collection and they also need to have their head down so same with us when we try if you are down in that four point position and you try and stick your head up towards the ceiling you're going to feel your back drop down same if you feel like your head come down and look back towards your knees you're going to feel your thoracic spine arch too much yep So even though it sounds pretty easy and it looks pretty easy, you try and do a few of those while keeping your hips as stable as possible and it's not quite as easy as it seems. (laughs) It gives you a little bit more appreciation for what your horse has to do with someone sitting on them. And the other one I really like to do is a 45-degree rotation of the femur. So that's one done lying on your side and then you rotate your top leg up to try and bring your thigh out to about 45 degrees and then you close. And that's just a good one for getting your hips opened and getting those muscles like your piriformis and your gluteals and everything working properly. Yeah, I remember that one. That hurts. Yeah, it really hurts. <laughs> no matter how long you've done Pilates, it hurts everyone. You just get to be able to do slightly more and more rotations. Yeah, but it still hurts. <laughs> you know it's working then. Yeah, well, that's true. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for your time.
Thank you so much to Rosie, owner of Bury the Horse and Pilates instructor. I really hope you enjoyed that and you got something out of it. I know for a fact that I am definitely going to try that show jumper shape up exercise that she talked about. And in the show notes, I will add a link because uh, I found some images on Pinterest and I also um, find a link to some YouTube videos on specific exercises to do um, for Pilates for horse riders. Well, that's it for today. This was episode 14. As always, write your comments down, uh, like, subscribe, download, forward, talk to your friends about this, whatever you want to do. Uh, Would be amazing to let me know if you have any specific subjects you want to talk about in your life with horses and we can, or I can, add it to one of the next episodes. But for now, this was Life with Horses, episode 14, all about Pilates for horse riders. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy your horses. Happy riding. And I will talk to you again on Tuesday. Bye for now.